Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Everyone, welcome back to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. Adam and I have a special guest here today. Adam's going to go yeah, ahead. Mr. Introduce. Matt King from Main Street Meats. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We know you're a busy guy. Yeah. You have lots going on. Yeah. We're on a time crunch. T-minus 23 minutes yeah. left. Let's yeah. go. We're going to rock go. this. <laughs> Matt, tell the, tell the tens of listeners that listen to the show who you are, what you do, and why you're such a big deal. Not a big deal, but... Um, it's not what your mother says, she <laughs> says. So Mainstream Meat Company in Roscoe, uh, we bought it back in 2006. We built a new facility, USDA facility, in 2013. We've been expanding since then, so we we do all of our own hams and bacons and process local beef, local pigs and lambs and all that kind of stuff, so... Deer? Yeah, not anymore. No deer? No, no more deer? deer? Oh. We are so busy elsewhere, and... Um, I just don't have the, enough staff to do the deer right now. So, yeah, we're not doing deer anymore. Okay. So we're, do doing, we're doing boneless trim only. And okay. that, that might go away eventually, but we're growing so much in the whole, wholesale aspect that we're not doing deer as much. So. Okay. So How the next time I hit go ahead. a deer with my car, don't bring <laughs> it don't to Don't bring it to me. Matt. He's not going to be able to fix so, you. No. Fix it. <laughs> so. How do you pick the local, like where you get the local, uh, I, I guess, meat in general from? So we work with a lot of local farmers that I've met over the past 10 years. My dad ac actually was in agriculture his whole life, so he's known several farmers. And uh, so it's kind of trickled down from there. Um, yeah. I mean, we do a, as much local beef and local pigs that we can through our ca retail case. Um, but there's only so many ribeyes, only so many strips that everybody <laughs> loves on those. Yep. So we still have to supplement stuff in from the box market too, mm -hmm. which is the big market. Yeah. Um, from your IVPs and stuff like that. So. Uh, we do it, like I said, as local as possible, but again, you still have to supplement in other things. So yeah. pretend Lauren doesn't know what IBP stands for. Because I don't, actually. So IBP, no is just <laughs> IBP is just a big Packer brand. Okay. Um, actually, Tyson owns it. Okay. Swift, there's all, it's just a brand of, you know, the big meat packing plants in the U.S. Hmm. Um, that's probably the number one. So gotcha. and there's local ones too, like Aurora Pack, and we get a few from there too, which is near Chicago. Okay. Interesting. So we try to keep it all within. Even from there, because you can trace, do tracebacks and stuff from these bigger plants. Yeah. We try to only buy the stuff that's 250 miles away from our location. So those animals were raised there and within 250 miles. Gotcha. The stuff that we have to bring in. Um, all the other stuff is within 15 miles. Yeah. So. And do you, is there any type of vetting process for the local people that you choose to, to buy from? Oh, the what? Like, so the local people you buy meat from, yeah. is there anything, like, do you vet them at all? Like, in terms of... What are your processes? Yeah. How, what do you feed your animals? Oh, yeah. Anything I mean, like that? We've actually that done, we've gone to, uh, I went to UW-Madison uh, Meat Science, and we did, I did a project for them, and we had a consumer education, so we actually brought a lot of our customers out to the farms where these animals were grown. Nice. And then brought them back to see how they were processed, and then we had hmm. to make their own bratwurst and all that kind of stuff, too. So we do things like that. Yeah. Uh, we haven't since COVID and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> yeah. We might bring it back eventually. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. But yeah, they are they are fed specific ways, and that's why we get them usually all the time from the same farmers because they're all the same. They know what they're doing. All the genetics are right and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. So the the big question I have, because I, I think people get very confused with this, um, meat at Main Street Meats versus meat at Walmart. Yep. 
how is it different? So because I've tasted it, it doesn't taste the same, man. Right. So <laughs> we make it a lot of it, like all your sausages and stuff like that, fresh, fresh made, and then we freeze it. Um, we smoke all of our own bacon, so our bacon is different. We dry cure it. It's very of, good bacon, by the way. We yes. dry. Thank you. Uh, we dry cure it instead of wet cured, which is so we're not adding any water into it. Okay. Um, oh. So dry cured bacon is just a rub on it, sits for seven days, and then we smoke it. And so then when you cook that bacon, it doesn't shrink up as much, nearly as much as <laughs> yeah. what the big Hormel brands yes. do. And it yeah. shrinks up to like this big. Yeah. Right? So. It's like paper thin. Yep. But like even the aging process. So even the stuff that we have to buy in in the commercial market, mm. um, we don't take in anything less than 21 days um, because we want those enzymes to start breaking down and the ribeyes to be a lot more tender and stuff like that. Um, when you go to Walmart and stuff, you're looking at usually it's two days out of the slaughterhouse by that point. Oh. Um, so it's, it's slaughtered, packaged, and sent off to the big, like, Walmarts and stuff like that. Gotcha. With it. And so they're, they have it out in their plant within, or their stores within three to four days after harvest. Oh, wow. wow. And ours is, so we, we have that breakdown time. Mm-hmm. So that's what helps a lot, too, is gotcha. what you're for, tasting. For, for taste-wise. Yes, that's and tenderness-wise and all okay. that stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. I yep. never knew that. So let it get aged a aged little bit. Aged correctly, yeah. Okay. So we don't take in anything less than 21 days. Okay. So even the... The beef that we bring in in our hang coolers, those are uh, hanging for 14 to 21 days. Okay. So. And, uh, yeah, so what is the aging process? Literally just letting it hang in the cooler? It hangs in the cooler. Huh. And then yep. the protein starts to denature yep. and it gets the a little soft. Start, yeah, yeah they, they start breaking down the muscle a little bit so they get a lot more tender. Cool. So, okay. Yep. So All that's right. that's a major difference. Um, like ground beef and stuff, we grind fresh daily too. So you, in the Walmarts and the prepackaged stuff and the tubes and stuff like mm. that, you're going to see – um, sometimes they'll add dyes and stuff, which is kind of getting away from that. USA is not allowing as much. Oh, that's, um, wow. That's crazy. Good. I didn't realize but, yeah. that was a thing. But a lot of the times too is like, you know, and we don't add anything or we're not using uh, a lot of like CO2 and gas yeah, to keep right. it red. A lot of places do that. Ah. Um, so like in that big, <laughs> nice red package, like if we put our ground beef in uh, a package like that, it won't stay red for seven days like mm. it does at Walmart. But that's because it has gas and stuff in there to mm. keep it like that. Because um, if you, it start oxidizing our ground beef. So like within the first, because we don't add any additives mm-hmm. or anything like that. So within the first 20 minutes after we grind it fresh in the very center, because no oxygen is getting at that meat, it's already turning brown in the center. Yeah. Oh. So like a lot of customers are like, oh, why is it brown? I don't want that. <laughs> it's like, damn, this is natural. This <laughs> is what happens. Yeah, it's not. Isn't it just, that's it, why we have black paper, sense. black paper in between all the steaks and stuff, because you just have them sitting on each other like that. And it gets brown. And they it get brown because no oxygen is touching. Oxygen makes that uh, muscle bloom and turn red, and that's okay. why it's that, that happens. <laughs> so, so it's not always <laughs> terrible if it's a little brown. No, well, and no. that really, yeah, because in when Walmart, I'm like, ew, gross, that's old. No, <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's actually fresher technically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. So yeah, that's the exact opposite of what most people think. Okay. Okay. Um, when you say you don't add any a- additives and stuff like that, what would be the common additives that are added to meat, and what's the main purchase uh, pur- purpose? Um, additives. I mean, for ground beef and stuff like I said, it's probably more of the gas thing that I was talking okay. about when I referenced yeah. that. Um, we don't depending on the customer because we do wholesale too. So some customers want different things added to it, and right. a lot of the times it's added for the customer's safety. It's all about food safety right. in, our, in our USDA plant because we have inspectors in there every day. A lot of people don't know that. Um, every day, every day. Yep. So that's, they must that's why love I was six you min- and you must love them. Because <laughs> yeah, I was talking to our inspector. How many inspectors do we have? Jeez. How many plants are there? Plants in the United States. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, 
because we have the same inspectors that will go into those big plants too. So like, oh, okay. So it's Do the rounds. Yeah, I don't even know. Jeez. I mean, our inspector goes to like six different locations. Okay. In his day. Okay. So he doesn't have to be at our location all all the time, just because we're processing. Um, we're not harvesting or slaughtering. Got it. Um, so in slaughter, they have to be there when they're slaughtering. In oh. our in our place, they just have to stop in. So they could be there for 20 minutes. They could be there for three hours, depending on what they want to do and look through paperwork. It's all about paperwork, too. So <laughs> Interesting. Keep everything. Documenting everything. Yeah. And okay. So literally, if you pick any any item off of our store or any shelf that you find or brand in you can anywhere, I can trace it back and tell you exactly where it came from and what happened to it. So, so cool. Yeah. Wow. So there's okay. a lot of software out there, too, that helps us. Yeah. Oh, that helps. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. What, what what are myths with, within the meat world? Um because I watched a documentary on, on Netflix <laughs> once, you know, and, and now I feel like I know everything about meat. Because um, I don't want to get you riled up, man. I want <laughs> your blood pressure to sail down. No, but I, I think there's a lot of miscommunication out there, misinformation out there uh, yeah. about meat, dangers of meat, stuff like that. What, what do you... What... Yeah, sorry, I mean, I, what gets you fired up? What I, What is... What, I, mean, I cringe when I hear meatless Mondays. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I eat meat every day, but it's... Uh, personal choice. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like all the veggies and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff too, but a lot of, a lot of what I hear when they're coming in, I want the all natural. I mean, you can call anything all natural. Exactly. <laughs> that was just our podcast. You know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It is. So this mic all natural. Yeah. <laughs> so like in, in the, in the meat industry right now too, like poultry, for example, mm-hmm. you can call fresh chicken breast, even though it's been frozen, but it, so chi- all meat products freeze at 28 degrees, not 32 like water. Okay. So you can keep poultry at, I think it's like just above 20, so 20 to 28, so rock hard. (laughs) Yeah. And still call it fresh, (laughs) even though it's frozen. So like when you see like fresh turkeys and stuff like that at some of the grocery stores and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, they've been frozen for... What happens when you freeze? I'm just side tangenting you real quick. When you freeze meat, what, what does it do to it? Why is it like bad or not or good or indifferent? I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, doesn't taste... Honestly, it... It probably, it loses some purge, we call it. So, like, when you let it defrost a little bit, you're going to see some of that blood and stuff, which is flavor. Mm. Yeah. Um, but is it going to be noticeable to everyday people? No. Okay. So, personal opinion. Some, you know, some high-end chefs might think differently, but yeah. that's just the way it is. Okay. So. Sorry, I distracted you. Okay. <laughs> no, you're fine. Poultry. Got it. And so, the poultry thing, uh, there's a lot of things about nitrites and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if you guys talk about that kind of stuff, but... No, just briefly. Yeah, go on that. So, nitrites, everybody wants nitrite-free. Well, nitrites are naturally in your saliva everywhere. Um, If you guys guys want to be nitrite-free, then don't eat lettuce, don't eat celery, Mm -hmm. because that is way more nitrites than there is in meat products. Okay. Um, So, we're regulated on cured products in the meat industry right now. So we have our bacon is only allowed, well, for dry cured bacon, you're only allowed 200 parts per million of sodium nitrate. Okay. And then, and they check that, like you can't be over on it. Hmm. And then. What would be the advantage of being over on it? What, um, is there? Longer shelf life. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's pretty much. Preservative. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And then for hams, it's 120 parts per million. I mean, we're talking like, if you want to be really sick and be like, and eat too many nitrates. I think there's a stat out there that I saw okay. in school. Um, you'd have to eat like 2,000 pounds of hot dogs to be <laughs> on like the verge of death <laughs> from nitrates. Yeah. So it's and because it's naturally in your body. Yeah. Body. 
So when you when you see the and which is there's gonna be a new thing coming out here soon with uh, USDA. They're not allowing to write nitrate free now because it's it's a joke. It's because B- yeah, it's not true. It's just under the uh, the, under, the 120 using, or whatever. Well, no, they're or using celery powder instead of sodium nitrate. <laughs> so they're getting celery a by, powder byproduct. So they're using celery powder, but you can call this all natural. I don't know about you. Is celery powder all natural? No, <laughs> but you can still call it. All natural bacon, no nit- no nitrites added except natural. If you see in the small print, it says except natural occurring. Yeah. Um, in celery and cherry powder, they use. So when that happens, is there is actually more nitrites in those, and it's not regulated. Oh yeah. So there's more nitrites in those types of products than there is in the products that you I actually make. Use it, yeah. But yet people want the nitrite free because it says it on there, even though there's more in there. Yeah. I've gotten in several arguments with customers about I it. I love it. That's <laughs> great. Like it. I bet not. Yeah. Oh, man. So, okay. See, that's, a, that's a big one in our industry right now is just uh, the whole myth about nitrates and stuff like that. So yeah. I was like, well, do you guys like lettuce? <laughs> I, you know, Do you like beets? Do you like any of those kind of things? Because yeah. I think lettuce has like 20,000 parts per million or celery does too, just an astronomical amount. Oh, beets amount. for sure are yeah. astronomical for, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So Does it matter like where it's grown? Type thing does that does that take a? I don't think so. Okay, organic no. versus not versus. Well, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you can have an organic farm and call like, and you can buy organic because if you want to put the whole organic thing on mm. the bacon per se, yeah, um, you can have it. So you uh, have you have to be grown an organic farm, and then you can call it organic. The gotcha. celery could be, but so you'd have to feed then the it pig. Then it has to go organic. through a process. Yeah. Okay. Everything. Gotcha. Huh. We don't go down that road. Okay. It's like a labeling nightmare. And okay. <laughs> you have to get approved and have all this documentation and stuff like that. So and I'm not a huge believer in the organic stuff, mm-hmm. stuff anyway. So we're, um, you want to talk about that? If you want. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's hard to talk Cause, about. Cause you're the food scientist. So where, where, how to me, you want to talk about it with organic, the meat? I mean, if you're talking about or, like food safety and stuff, because organic, you're not allowed to have certain things in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks because now we're having to do different things and add certain things to our label because mm-hmm. of all these organic people that are raising pigs organically. Yeah. So now we have to go back in time because now we have to be uh, worried about worms and pigs and stuff. Like we never had to do that since like the 70s. Ah. And now all of a sudden we have to because there weren't worms and pigs. Exactly. Because <laughs> you can give them antibiotics mm. just like you give your kids antibiotics. If you're, if the pig's sick or the cow's sick, give it antibiotics. Yeah. Cause that's the best thing for that animal. Yeah. Like are there excessive antibiotics being given to those pigs to keep them up and moving? Or is it just like good farmers? No. Okay. You know, like <laughs> if you, if you know what you're doing and if you're doing a good job at what you're doing and you break out awesome pigs, they're, yeah. they're not being overdone. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I don't know as much about poultry. I'm not, like, I've only been around pig and beef farmers, mm-hmm. so poultry, I don't know. I can't really, I'm not an expert at that. Yeah. Gotcha. And I, I'm not an expert at any of this, but <laughs> I just like talking about it. Yeah. So. Um, w- talk about grass-fed versus not grass-fed. Um, we do carry some grass-fed. Uh, I've broken down a grass-fed animal. They are the most sickly-looking animals that you can find. Really? Yeah. Um. They're very yellowish tinge to them. Okay. Uh, there's no marbling. So if you like some fat in your ribeyes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you will not ever find a choice grade grass-fed ribeye huh. ever. Hmm. So the only, so this is another thing. So if you find, <laughs> the 
the only one that I saw close and the best grass-fed beef that I ever found was fed corn plants. Oh, okay. And that is considered a grass as okay. a plant. It wasn't even the actual grain. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a uh-huh. little misconception, area, too. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of gray areas in USDA. Huh. Usually. So. <laughs> hmm. But you just got to play the game. What, what what else within the US? Because <clears throat> what does the average person not understand about USDA and the the hoops that you guys have to have to I mean jump through USDA is there I don't we get along with our our inspectors and stuff like that because we do things correctly now is there guys out there that are trying to like get by and add 10 pounds of water to their bratwurst and stuff like that instead of you know we're regulating everything where you can only add so much water to products so then because you don't have unless you declare it on the label like it has to be like this so like normal bratwurst can only have three percent water hmm. if you add ten percent an inspector finds out about it, then you can have a recall and stuff like that and wow. lawsuits and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, and, and you wouldn't think the difference between three and ten percent is that much, but it yeah, but when you're talking up. when you're talking thousand pounds at a time or ten thousand pounds at a time, it's a uh. lot, a lot, of, a lot of money too. That yeah, that's a lot of bratwurst, a lot of yields. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not yeah. have to actually have product in. Yeah. So. <laughs> so with the thought of being of making more money because it's more weight. Yeah. And okay, gotcha. So like, yeah, they're, that's what they're there for, and making sure we're following the regulatory rules and stuff like that. Okay, but a lot of people don't know that they're, you know, there's there's differences, but there's a lot of local other meat markets. We actually sell to a lot of them and private label to them too, mm-hmm. and you know, we'll try to help them out as much as possible as we can. You know, I just gave a tour to the other day to a new guy that just uh, opened up a plant out in uh, Freeport area. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're just, uh, we just try to help everybody out because a lot of guys back when I started 16 years ago was trying to help me out. And mm-hmm. I went to all these plants. So we try to give it back a little bit too and yeah. talk about labeling and stuff like that because it's confusing. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot of stuff to it. Yeah. And we were just talking about ingredient labels and how, you know, they can be off by 20%. And yeah. that's, that's fine. And that's, yeah. you know, that's regulated. So imagine that and then extrapolate if they're actually doing 10% water and not three. And it yep. just goes and goes and goes. And yeah. Yeah, you have no idea what you're actually eating if that doesn't get regulated. It, yep. it is interesting because I definitely have a, a sour taste at times for the for the USDA of yep. just you know just the crap you hear and yep. what what they allow. But it is uh, encouraging to hear that they're doing their best, and it's just a lot of times crappy humans that yep. make their job hard, and then gives them a bad name if they don't catch it or right. it's not regulated right. Yep. So yeah, it's nice to know there's good guys. <laughs> <laughs> is there because we, we get a grass-fed half beef every, every year. Yeah. And we, I've really, it's different. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. But I would, because we actually go out to the farm. We see, we see the yeah. cow. Like it's a happy cow. Yeah. Um, now, we also, go, it's out in Plum River Farms. Like, it's uh, 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 Pearl City area. Yeah, like, I don't know. Um, and and, and they're, they're fantastic with the whole thing. Is it, could people be doing it poorly? Because, I mean, I could see a. Like grass-fed? Yeah. Like, just. Um, I'm, Where I'm the, the, the cow the aspect, is mal, I mean, malnourished? No, the cow's not malnourished, but they take that much longer to get fat, like a fat. Cow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. that and that's why, and because of because of that, like I, I'm talking on the aspect of when you see them hanging, okay, hang cooler. Mm-hmm. Like if you see a nice corn fed compared mm-hmm. to grass fed, gotcha. Night and day difference. Okay. Um, I'm not like on the plate and stuff. You probably can't tell as much mm-hmm. if you're not. I mean, you could tell taste wise if you have yeah. corn fed and grass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh. The, and I've overcooked it a few when times When I'm talking, too. when you <laughs> see it, do. when you see yeah. it, just the white, nice fat and stuff, which you mm-hmm. want most like top-notch restaurants mm-hmm. and stuff like that, compared to the grass-fed, that's what I'm talking about in the hang cooler more in that aspect. Of gotcha. That. Okay. So, mm. so yeah, it was a, it's, it was it's a healthy not, animal. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, it's, de- it's still healthy. Okay. 
but it's just more along the lines of it can't gain that fat, mm-hmm. so it looks a little skinnier. The fat's yellow because grass it doesn't change it white like it does the grain does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just that aspect. Yeah. Interesting. Do you do you think? Um, and you're not on the side of it, but like the farmers on you know raising these these animals have because we've all seen the you know the the terrible whatever YouTube clips of you know just animal cruelty and stuff like that, random Netflix videos and, and stuff yeah. like that. Are people getting better with this whole thing because we have more cell phones and, you know, taking video and... I would assume so, but okay. l- like I said, there's always bad apples in the world. <laughs> like, everywhere you go, you're going to find that. Yeah. So, and you don't know the whole story behind it either after that yeah. and what they're showing. And, you know, so social media is the death of the world right now <laughs> to me yeah. and and it's not always a good thing because yeah. like if you do something wrong i mean everybody knows about it within five minutes yeah right you know and even though it was an accident and th- there is no because i've been to plants that they've gotten shut down because you can't when you knock a beef i don't know if you want to talk about this yeah. but, ah, let's but see if, you, where this <laughs> if you knock a beef knock a beef knock a beef is when you're killing it killing gotcha it. yeah it's a nicer so, term yeah. knock it knock it knock it and you can't miss so if that person is like the number one important person in that, and if you miss, tw- you have two times, and if you miss a second time, they're shutting you down for the day, and you, they have to go through training the whole next day before they can open back up. Wow! All because of animal welfare and stuff like that. Yeah, which I agree. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. But how do you miss? But things. Hi- I, I mean, if you've been, in I've those, never tried. So know, <laughs> they, they move. Is it normally like You're, it's a thirteen hundred pound animal? Yeah, and you got to get it right in the spot okay. and if you, you know, and it's jerking and stuff like that and it's uncomfortable and stuff like that. So yeah, if you met and what, what is the killing process? What it would typically, what is, is it like goes through the shoot and then, uh, it's usually a 22 or usually a bolt action that goes, okay. goes to the head okay. and it's right away. Okay. So it doesn't suffer or anything like that. Okay. But, gotcha. But that's unless you miss, if, unless you miss. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. So yeah, it, I mean, oh. it, and it happens, but it's part of, you know, it's just part of it. Yeah. It's not a pretty thing, and you don't want it to happen. Guys aren't trying to do that on purpose, right. but yeah. it's human error. Yeah. Now, if you have robots doing it and stuff like that, figure that out, maybe. Yeah. Which they are working on. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's just it's not a it's not a pretty process. Mm-hmm. I d- I don't want to work on that side of it. Mm-hmm. So have, I've have, done it. Have you? Oh, okay. Yeah, that can't be no. a whole lot of fun. No. Um, because mm-hmm. I I know our lady tells me that they she tries to or the the whole process they they, they try to keep the cow is calm as humanly possible, yeah. just like cortisol wise, like to have, if they freak out and all of a sudden, you know, they're panicking and da da. Is that a true myth? They, they have all this, you know, cortisol running through them. She says it affects the beef. It does. Okay. I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay. you can always tell when an animal is under stress. Yeah. When, uh, and it, it might not have been like in the actual packing plant. It right. could have been in the trailer or something yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, the, the trailer right there. Mm. It, it just depends on, and it still had all that testosterone running or whatever. Yeah, it did and yeah, going. yeah. But yeah, so you can, can you see the same thing in pigs too. I okay, can see the difference. makes the meat tougher. Yeah, and it usually has some like blood clots and stuff going through it yeah. in the actual loins. Yeah, huh. yeah, you can always tell. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very, very uncommon for us to get it because I don't go through a lot like okay, you know, a big plant does. But yeah. I'm sure they're out there. But it's a small percent. Yeah. That's what's so. what's nice when you guys are able to pick your farmers and yeah. you know get the right yeah people. And most yeah, most of ours they're, they're only re- raising maybe you know hundred to five hundred head of mm-hmm. a year. You know the other ones are raising Jeez. twenty to thirty thousand. So yeah, a little bit different than <laughs> where we're going to. So, is there anything that's that you wish was different within 
all the rules and regulations. Because everything that you described sounds like this is this is smart. It sounds like it's good for the animal, good for the consumer. Yeah. It's a lot of work on your end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the number one push for in USDA right now is animal welfare. Okay. So, like, we're actually going to open up a harvest facility. And it just, by the time it, it's just... <laughs> By the time you're said and done with all the regulations and stuff that yeah. they're putting in, and I, and I'm not disagreeing with the regulations, but mm. I don't want to risk yeah. an employee, you know, having us shut down for five days and not make any money, and then just risking that and all kind of stuff, and then yeah. you get PETA involved, a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're, they're always out those place, places, yeah. even local ones here. Oh uh, wow, I had yeah. no idea. Okay, yeah. that's intense. A lot of anim- animal activists and stuff are over there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah. What's what's the next big step for Main Street Meats? Um, we're just expanding our wholesale aspect. So right now we're in, uh, talk, talk about that. Cause that's been growing. Yeah. Yeah. So we do a lot of private labeling and stuff like that for other meat markets like ourselves that don't have a smokehouse and all that kind of stuff. So we've invested a lot of money in our packaging equipment and we just bought a brand new smokehouse. We have more capacity. Um, the thing about this business he bought is a smokehouse. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the thing about, yeah, it's about the size of this room. Oh, um, <laughs> But the thing about so that this, was cheap, probably yeah, very cheap. <laughs> but the thing about this business is, if you don't have the like, we've been denying customers because we haven't had time or I don't have the capacity and stuff like that to keep up. And so, if you don't have those pieces of equipment, then you say, "Hey, can you wait six months until my smokehouse comes in?" Yeah. Then they're gone. Yeah. So you have to invest in the money first, which it's it's worked out for us um, so far. But yeah, we're in other. So we're in 84 locations with our snack sticks and jerkies and nice. some meat products in all of our gas stations and mm-hmm. stuff from Madison down to Sterling, Rock Falls area. And then uh, we do some uh, six or seven other meat markets like ourselves that we do a bunch of snack sticks and we do a bunch of sides too for like uh, we have a brand called Busy Life Bistro that's all microwavable, mm-hmm. and microwavable meals and stuff. So we're going that and that's all under USDA too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do a German chain restaurant over in the Quad Cities. They do a lot of so- like smoked sausage, so all their sausage and stuff that is made from us. So like when we private yeah. label for companies, so the only thing that tracks it back is our USDA seal. Like their name is on everything, but we made the product. But I don't have you can't tell unless you look up my USDA seal and it'll trace it back to us. Gotcha. Is it their number or something? Yeah, there's a number okay. in the center. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Do you know yep. your number? Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't memorized. It. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, we're trying to get into more just growing our business so we can keep employees and pay more money and yeah. keep going. So, because it's hard to keep employees <laughs> in yeah, 2020. You, you, you pretty much just have, you have to get bigger. Mm-hmm. You have to get bigger, otherwise, you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what we've been seeing. So, we're trying to get bigger and bigger faster so then we can afford to pay people to do stuff so we don't have to do everything. I mean, we don't do everything already, but you know, you just have to. Yeah. You know, we're trying to be able to afford 401k plans for people and mm. all that kind of stuff nice. and, uh, and health insurance because that's a big thing. And I agree. I want that stuff, too. I don't yeah. have that stuff. No. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, we're trying to get it's bigger. So we it's a good thing stuff. your wife is very well insured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're... Uh, I love those teacher wives. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She does all right. <laughs> she does. <laughs> but yeah, and we're, we're trying to get into... Uh, we're possibly working here with a distribution company that will have our snack sticks and jerky and making stuff for them uh, across five states here. So, which will be good for us. That's why we're... So these snack sticks are gold (coughs) right now. Right now they are. How come? They're a number one seller. What are you doing differently with 
Um, so a lot of our, I mean, the I mean, I've had a lot of Slim Jims in my life, man. Yeah, so gross. <laughs> oh, those are so gross. <laughs> oh, they yeah. like a film on the top You're telling me that's yeah, not real yeah, meat. Come on, guys. They're so that's salty, too. I mean, <laughs> mechanically separated chicken, really. <laughs> is that gross. what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. Gross. Usually. What, what are yours, then? Ours is that? just straight pork and beef, okay. like trimmings. And honestly, it's a lot of trimmings from all of our steaks and stuff that we grind into the, Ooh. yeah. High-end snack sticks. It's like eating a little steak. Oh, yep. that's fun. <laughs> so my yeah, mini steak stick. Five different flavors. Home steak sticks. Yep. Yeah, you can, oh, I probably wouldn't legally be able to call it that. Oh, you're right, darn it. Too many rules. Man. Oh, there's a rule for that. Yep. Of course there is. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It'd have to be like a ground beef stick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Meat correct. <laughs> Not politically correct. But Meat, mo- most Kelly correct. Kelly's markets, correct? Yep. Is that Kelly's markets and mm-hmm. a lot of the fast fields around here. Okay. But all the Kelly's markets for sure have them. Yeah. So. Very yep. cool. From Madison down to Sterling. <laughs> do you guys yep. deliver them? Is that how that we works? We do right now. Oh. But, uh, yeah, all 84 of them. And we're trying to. Dang. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's not as bad as it Do you do that? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Good. But Jim's going to start doing it again. Is it? Yeah, because we're, we're losing our main guy that's going off to college. So. Oh. Yeah. So until we find somebody or we sell that aspect of it so yeah. somebody else takes it over. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. We haven't decided yet, but he's going to have to do it for a little bit. <laughs> what it is how often do they need more snack sticks so luckily like our snack sticks have like a six month shelf life so okay. we have to we're there every store like every three weeks yeah. so the, okay the big ones were there every two weeks mm. so but other ones are all three weeks so it's not it's not terrible yeah so we're only we're only delivering three days every three weeks okay so it's not terrible okay. but still a lot it's, a not, it's enough Jeez. and just prepping the truck and all yeah. that kind of stuff yeah Oh. A lot of snack sticks. <laughs> a lot of snack sticks. Um, Should we hit him with the happy, healthy, strong for the finisher? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I cut you I'm off. You had, you had something. You no, no I was. I had a wrap up question, but I think. Oh. I think. I think that's right. good. And Matt's got things to do. Too. He does. He does. Yeah. Uh, so we like to finish off with some people. I don't always do it, but we're the happy, healthy, strong podcast. Yeah. So because you've been known to work out a little bit. He's Matt. a little. Yeah. He's a little beefy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a little. Yeah. How's he, your fitness right now? Uh. I'm beefier than what I should be. Oh, it was a good beefy. I meant it as a compliment. No, I know, but, <laughs> well, um, thank you, but yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. Th- last year we were so busy and stuff during COVID, and uh, we couldn't keep up. And yeah. I wasn't into my normal regime of five to six days a week. So now yeah. I'm down to like two to three, even right now. But yeah, yeah. you probably didn't so, have any yeah. stress last year either. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not at all. No. Not at all. No. Um, yeah. So it's w- one happy, one healthy, one strong. Either like tip idea something you do in your life something that means something to you that kind of represents happy healthy and strong one for each ideally oh jeez so i know it's tell me about this earlier i know i kind of <laughs> threw it at you you're like i'm ready to go oh. i don't know what i i don't know um yeah i mean so everyone's different i forgot what, what did britney say last podcast her healthy one was walks and water was her thing her strong was she's gotten back into lifting and she used to do more like hit stuff also like us personally yeah for, yeah for you yourself you're, you're a healthy guy what what is one matt king strong i'm sorry healthy deal that you do pretty yeah. religiously that makes you keeps you healthy um I love the bench press. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I like bench pressing. So I've been I've been doing that a lot lately. More just like more. Do you have one at home? Lifting. Yeah. Okay. We have we actually have a you have a gym. Gym. Okay. Yeah. yeah thought it's, so. Well, it's at the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's, it's at Main Street. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. I just have I have you like package a some meat sticks. And quarter then. of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I need to sneak out, go. Customer pissed me off. I'll go get some, get <laughs> bench <some reps>. press. <laughs> so. See, B. That's why he's looking beefy. Broad. The happy <laughs> thing I do. We do a lot of boating too. 
Nice. So I, I love doing that. Where just at? being out in the water on the Rock River. Rock, okay. Yeah. Cool. So we have a pontoon and a ski boat. So I love water skiing and stuff like that too. Yeah. So okay. Kneeboarding. Even though I'm getting a little old for that. Gosh. <laughs> I feel like it anyway. How are yeah. the knees? The, the knees hold yeah, up. Yeah, a little rough. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Kneeboarding. I've never, I've wakeboarded. I've never yeah. kneeboarded. The kneeboarding is a little rough on okay. the knees. Okay. Okay. Especially a person that has bad knees. Yeah. So. <laughs> Not a short guy. No. <laughs> no. What was the other one? Uh, well, you did healthy for bench press, but strong was the other one, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. All right. So Slinging meat. How heavy are those carcasses? Uh, so each, so we get them in, when we get them in, they're in, uh eights so probably each piece is not terrible like 100 pounds 125 okay, all pounds all right all right fair enough that you're like you know do 800 pound meat no. lifts just no. i am matt no <laughs> no yeah as i'm getting older too i used to just like carry the, the <laughs> two boxes and stuff all the time 180 pound boxes yeah. i'm like now I'm, oh, we'll get the cart <laughs> <laughs> so, so strong is being smarter yeah. that's yeah. how we staying getting, strong getting staying healthy yeah, so. and okay good so i can feel it because i used to do some stupid stuff yeah day, yeah lifting even for sure yeah. <laughs> bad stuff well, sucks awesome. to get old man <laughs> is there anything that you wish we would have asked you anything that was on your mind and you're like gosh wish lauren would have said this i think we covered it all yeah where do people catch so. you yeah website instagram facebook for main street anything? uh yeah facebook we have Facebook, uh, Main Street Meat okay. Co., and then Instagram. Yeah, I don't know if we have a Twitter. I need one. Yeah, <laughs> <I don't laughs> totally. One. <laughs> Th- that'll I help got, you. I got rid of life. my. I got rid of it on my phone because I was just on it too much. It's so dumb. It's gone. <laughs> it's not helping anybody. <laughs> no. what, what, give people the address in Roscoe so they know where to find you. It's nine five one five North Second Street, Roscoe, Illinois. Gotcha. But if you want our snacks, so just stop at any Kelly's Market. Yeah. Support. Let's so, do it. I yeah. Appreciate, awesome. Pre- appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. Thanks, bud. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.